Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to On Top, the podcast where we talk about current affairs, sex, and anything that pops into my head. You're very welcome back. Sorry that I didn't record a podcast. I think maybe in the last two weeks, yeah. So I had recorded podcasts, but I played them back, and oh my god. Number one, they were atrocious, and number two, I was really just talking out of my hole for half of them. And it, yeah, I'm not like, I, as a content creator, I'm not gonna like have quantity over quality because that's just so stupid. And also, like, I don't want to have myself on the internet like sounding like a fucking idiot. Like, no way, no how. Not happening. It's not fucking happening. Oh, so you don't want a scandal. Oh my god, imagine if I had a scandal. It'd be kind of gas. Uh, no, I wouldn't be able to handle that. No. <laughs> no scandal for today, honeys. Um, so, first of all, as you heard my intro, referencing Tiger King. Can we just, can we just take a moment? I watched Tiger King on the first week it came out. My dad actually rang me and was like, you need to watch this. And I kind of heard, like, the plot. And I was like, uh, Okay, I watched the first episode. Immediately, I was hooked. If you have not fucking seen it yet, maybe skip a little bit ahead in this. I'm gonna give a little spoilers. But if you also, if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. Get like open your Netflix right now and watch Tiger King. You fucking need to. So, first of all, Carl killed her husband. There's no denying it. She killed him. Don Lewis was killed by Carol, and I want a separate documentary about it as well. Like I need, I need to see in real time her going to jail, cause like that's what happened with Tiger King. They were like filming this for five years, not knowing what the end result was gonna be. They didn't know that Joe was gonna go to jail. They didn't know that anything with Jeff Lowe or anything was gonna happen. Like it was literally happening as they were filming it, which is crazy. But I was like looking into. Um, like Carol Baskin's body language because she looks up every time she lies because like looking to your left and looking up is a sign of someone lying um, which is like fucking insane but our, that's just how our bodies work as well which is like really cool so yeah I was like looking at that second of all Carol is actually doing the fucking same thing as Joe she's just not sedating the tiger she used to pet them like I fucking hate that Every time, like, anytime, like, anyone talks about, like, petting tigers, I always just think of that one. We all know that fucker that has come back from Thailand on their gap year that was, like, I just found myself. Like, I just, I found myself. And they're wearing those fucking hippie pants. They probably have a puka shell necklace. You know, <laughs> they probably at one point was, like, got a fucking yin-yang tattoo and was like, I just found myself, I was like petting this tiger, and I just looked into his eyes, and I could just see, like, my future, no, his eyes were fucking glazed, because he was sedated, so, you probably, you fucking just saw the tiger drugged up, (laughs) so, and also, like, if you watch the videos of people going into her, like, like, uh, facility, and her, like, zoo, the fucking cages are tiny. They're tiny. You're like, what? No. Like, oh. Also, the fucking cultiness of that whole establishment where they're like, 
So I'm a level one volunteer. Um, so in two years time, I'll get my green shirt and then I'll be like a level three. What? So you're volunteering with this woman. You're also, I'm fairly sure they paid money to volunteer with her as well. Like, what? Like, literally, literally, like, say what? Like, I just, I was watching that in shock. Like, I was like, these people. But, like, also, I know, like, what they're both doing is immoral and it's so bad. But, like, Joe is a fucking legend. <laughs> like, as an actual person, not his, like, morals, or, like, about the tigers and shit that's terrible but like when he fucking came out and said <laughs> when he came out and was like i am gay i have had kinky sex i am broke as shit as some bitch down in florida like, i pissed myself laughing i was like oh my fucking god <laughs> and also when that guy fucking ro- like rode out with the fucking what was it the rocky music or something in the background and him on a speed oh my <laughs> like i fucking died okay anyway enough tiger king shit let's get into today's episode because i'm literally been recording this for five minutes on all that's all i talked about so on this week's episode we're gonna be talking about conspiracy theories we're gonna be conspiring and i'm also gonna be i like i got a few conspiracy theories that i have not heard anything about so that's exciting. I'm going to find out. We're going to find out some new things together. We're going to, we're going to learn. We're going to explore the world of, uh, of conspiracies. So um, I got asked to do something about UFOs. I got asked for, I asked for a few. I'm not going to talk about like the moon landings and shit like that. Because that's just, if you literally look up conspiracy theory, that is one of the first things that pops up. So I'm not going to bore you with that because yeah like I think it's a really boring theory like I've heard it so many fucking times like I just I'm, I need new content I need new content can't can <laughs> I need new content like David Dobrik daddy like come on so there's there's a f- there's a few on here that like I am just so fucking excited to hear about I'm gonna start off with one I know and this is just one I want to discuss because, like, they're dear to my heart. I grew up listening to them. Um, Dentalan, you fucking guessed it. It's the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. So this theory revolves around Paul and how Paul is dead. Also, my room is, like, quiet and it's dark outside. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm <not> really scared <laughs> talking about these things. Um, But, the, yeah, this is about surrounding the air quotes, death of Paul. Now, I slightly believe this theory, which I'll get into now, but I slightly believe it. Please, please Instagram message me and let me know your thoughts on these series as well, because I want to have full-on conversation with someone. Like, also, I would love to have a guest on here. Like, (laughs) I can't really now because of pandemic season, but like, do you know, I I want some... Yeah, if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, just, like, let me know. David Dobrik, I'm talking to you. he Hi, Daddy Dobrik. Um, so, <laughs> I can you tell I was watching David Dobrik earlier? So, yeah, let's hop right into it. 
Um, by the way, I'm actually going to read some of these and like comment through them because I feel like, I feel like that's the good content. So, Paul McCartney never wrote Maybe I'm Amazed and he never formed the band Wings. He never clashed with Yoko, became a vegetarian or fathered any of his children. Well, then Stella won't be too happy with that, would he? That's Stella, that's his daughter. <laughs> Linda wouldn't be too happy about that. Anyway, okay. Uh, when Queen Elizabeth knighted him in 1997, she was actually knighting someone else. This is because conspiracy-minded Beatlemaniacs say Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. So, 1966 for the Beatles was huge. Like, huge. Like, I'm talking Beatlemania. I'm very sure they just, they just broke America, I think. I think, yeah, I think that was when, like, they were, they were breaking America. Um, I'm pretty sure that was around, um... Hard Day's Night. Let me just let me just fact check this shit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was right. Um, the Beatles nineteen sixty six U S tours. That's when they were hitting America. Beatlemania was like, I in like full swing back in the UK. Things were getting serious. Like they were peaking. Now I feel like when they peaked during that time, they kind of remained on the level. Um, I feel like maybe. With some of their songs and their other albums, they did kind of flow down, but they peaked back up because they're. This is a side note, but like, the Beatles are so fucking insane. Like when you look at all of their albums, they are. I'm not gonna compare them to the Arctic Monkeys because I feel like there's you can't compare anything to them. Um, although I suppose you could kind of say the way the Arctic Monkeys have gone into different genres throughout their albums, but the Beatles, they fucking started that shit. Like, their growth as a band, and the Beatles, they famously, they, it was either John or Paul that famously said, we make music, we don't stick to one type of music, we love all music. And that it is so evident in their all their albums. Such an iconic band. Anyway, I could go on for fucking ages. Let's get on with the theory. So, ah, I lost it. Okay, got it. Uh, Tiris. So, Tiris claimed the other Beatles covered up his death, hiring someone who looked like him, sang like him, and had had the same jovial personality. But the guilt eventually got to them and they began hiding clues in their music in the songs Taxman. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band, A Day in the Life, and Strawberry Fields Forever. George Harrison gave his advice for those who die, meaning the meaning Paul, in Taxman. The entire Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, ba- band album was awash with Paul as dead clues. The Beatles had formed a new band featuring a fictional member named Billy Shears. So, at the start of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album... It opens with a song introducing a band, Lonely Hearts of Band, and there's a line, there's a lyric in the song that says, let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears. So that is a huge fucking clue, like a huge fucking clue, because if you listen to that, you're like, who the fuck is Billy Shears? But when you hear this theory, it makes so much sense, like it makes so much sense to me. Like, I don't know, whoa, bah. 
<laughs> I hope people feel the same. Or like, I feel like an idiot. Why feel so strongly about this? Um, supposedly, that was the names of Paul's replacement. The album contained John Lennon's "A Day in the Life." Beautiful song, by the way. Okay, little fun fact. <laughs> I was gonna be so annoying during this conspiracy. The song "A Day in the Life" was actually two different songs, and they compiled them together. So that's why you have the huge orchestral like segments in it, like kind of diving into the other songs. We not diving, weaving into the other songs. Beautiful piece of music. Please fucking listen to it. Please. <laughs> okay, which had the lyrics, he blew his mind out in a car, referring to maybe that Paul killed himself. Um, and recorded the phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him. Which becomes evident only when the song is played backward. Now, when songs are played backwards, I know that fucking shit scares me. Like, uh, Lennon also mumbled, I buried Paul. That's a famous one of him saying, I buried Paul in Strawberry Fields Forever. I've heard that like a number of times. And like, now the thing about this theory that I, yeah, I do believe in it, but oh my God, ooh, I'm like staring at a picture of John Lennon on my wall. That's like really scary to me um John Lennon was really cheeky if you look at him in interviews he's really cheeky he's really banterful there was always banter between all the Beatles like they were they were cheeky chappies so on the other hand it wouldn't surprise me if they just made this up and it was just a joke because what's the song um yes sure yesterday the lyrics for yesterday were were originally scrambled eggs (laughs) so do you know, like, they were, they were really, they were messers. They were the fucking class clowns, lads. Um, in interviews, Lennon said the phrase was actually cranberry sauce and denied the extent of any backward messages. Paul is dead, believers think the Beatles accompanied these backward tape loops and veiled references to death with album covers that illustrated the loss of their friend, the original 1966 Yesterday and Today album featured the Beatles posed amid raw meat, dismembered doll parts, symbolising McCartney's gruesome death. That is terrifying. That is fucking, like, If fans placed a mirror in front of Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, the words Lonely Hearts Club, Lonely Hearts on the drum logo can be read one, one, X he die one and of course there's the Abbey Road cover amazing cover on which amazing album as well on which John George and Ringo forewent all pretense and pretended to cross the streets as, as a funeral procession John wore all white like a clergyman Ringo was a mourner dressed in all black George wore jeans like a gravedigger and Paul wore no shoes he also walked out a step with the others um, alluding to the fact that he was um, out of life, I suppose you could say, out of life, that he was an angel and that he didn't need his shoes because he was dead, so that's why he was wearing no shoes. Let that sit. Let that sit. <laughs> um, if Paul is dead, then his imposter is still at large. The meta then that's just the backstory of when he met his wife and stuff like that. He's twenty soul bombs, then release of the wings, silly love songs and that. Um I love that song so much. Uh 
So, <laughs> that theory is so fucking scary to me. Like, in my okay, if the theory is real, which part of me is like it is real, a big part of me is like it's real. As I said, during 1966 was a huge fucking year for the Beatles. The, the, the 1966 US tour, it was fucking huge. There was a lot of pressure. Beatlemania, they couldn't fucking step out without anyone being like, ah! Like, they were huge. Like, everyone knows they were huge. So, obviously, like, coming from... Because they were originally the Quarrymen when they when John started the band. And then Paul McCartney joined. And then George Harrison joined. Um, They were, like, still normal enough. They did have songs with the Quarrymen. Oh, there's one that's on Anthology 1, I think. And, oh, it's such a beautiful song. Oh, my God. I won't be able to think of it. But... They were like pretty, they were living pretty normal lives. If you don't really know too much about how they kind of started, I guess, watch Nowhere Boy. Also, the fellow who plays John Lennon and that. Oh my fucking God, he's in Angus Songs and Perfect Snoggin and he's so beautiful. He's so gorgeous. Oh my God. Get in me. Quarantine really fucking <laughs> the libido of this Um. Okay. So obviously like, they're going from a normal enough background, kind of like how Love Island people go from nobodies to somebodies, even though they're not as big of stars. But you, you know you know what I mean? They're still going to somewhat of a stardom, obviously not on the same scale. So I can see why like maybe Paul might have committed suicide. He mightn't have been able to take those pressures, you know, the pressures of fame are huge. We can see that in like so Caroline Flack which we're not going to get into because it's really, it's a really, really sad topic. Um, but yeah, I just think that's a really fucking scary theory. Like, that's just so fucking scary. Like, that is so fucking scary. Sorry. Next, we are going to move on to um, the artificial diseases. Um, so this is the, this has a lot of different topics. I feel like it's kind of, it's somewhat, uh, it's somewhat topical at the moment with the pandemic going on and apparently China have just created this virus as a link with 5G. That's a fucking, that's, that's also fake news. Like, I don't think that at any point is a conspiracy. I think it genuinely is just fake news. The Chinese apparently have, like, created this virus to cull their country. Now, I mean, to be honest now, I don't know what to think about that. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I do think there's a higher power in the world, and maybe they were just trying to all cull us all. I did also hear that Grouse Thornberry created this virus so the emissions would go down, because they went down 25% in China, and I fucking pissed. <laughs> like oh my god uh, I actually couldn't when I fucking heard that I was like oh my god <gasps> every time I think of Grace Hornberg all I can think of is um, is she's like just drive in Lisbon and someone, someone comments on congrats on coming out queen <laughs> okay anyway sorry I'm gonna rant 
So this is the HIV AIDS uh, conspiracy. So scientists have found evidence that HIV was transferred from monkeys to humans in 1930s. Evidence exists. However, the KGB deliberately diminished a notion in the 1980s that it was that it was invented by the CIA. This idea, uh, this idea and similar ideas concerning Ebola has since pro- promoted by persons such as actors Steven Seagal, Nation of Islam leader uh, Louis Farrakhan and former South African president Thabo Mbeki. Um, similar conspiracies alleged the blah, blah, blah. So, basically, this was, this conspiracy theory came out um, to say that the CAI, the C, why do you keep saying CAI? The CIA uh, diminished that this during the hepatitis B, uh, the hepatitis B vaccine to kill off homosexuals and African Americans. Because what? Because what? Like what? Why? What? Even today, the conspiracy theory has a number of high fo- high profile believers. But I said that. Um, others insist that the go- the government deliberately injected gay men with the virus during a nineteen seventy eight hepatitis B in New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and some others still point to Richard Nis- Nixon, who combined the U.S. Army's bio warfare department with the National Cancer Institute in nineteen seventy one. Though the co discoverers of HIV, Robert Gallo of National Cancer Institute and Dr. Luke Monte Mont Mont Montger Montger of pa- of Pasteur Institute in Paris don't agree with origins. Most members of the scientific community believe it jumped from monkeys to humans. I don't know how I feel about that conspiracy. Like there's so there's so much to me that's like because when you think of I'm gonna get into water fluoridization in a second um i the u.s government terrifies me fucking terrifies me first of all look at who their president is now look at how fucking insane and the thing is he's still gonna be voted in no matter how much backing like joe biden now has backing by barack obama i felt so bad that like bernie dropped out of the race like that was just so that was really sad i was really sad about that but like Trump has middle America locked. He has middle America like locked down. Like he can say anything and they would be like praise you. Like love you baby. And that is so fucking scary to me. Like that man needs serious serious fucking help. Like some of the shit that he comes out with. Like how? Like how? We're not going to get into that. But like literally like fucking how? So Excuse me. If a man with th- like like that can have power over, excuse me, millions and millions of people, would not surprise me if they wanted to do a call on their country, or decide they wanted to kill off a minute group of people, and it's disgusting to think about that they wanted to kill off like gay people and African Americans. But like, but but what like fucking what like what now 
during the 70s in America, you still had a lot of um police violence against African-Americans. And like the whole um integration segregation, it was out, but it wasn't fully, fully, fully. Like there was still police violence and there still is today, which is really sad. Like fucking horrible to think about. Because why would you want to like, why would you want to like, pick on a certain group of people like what the fuck man like what like oh my god no i'm gonna i'm gonna get so real like railed <laughs> oh my god again again with the fucking libido spiked <laughs> not railed i'm gonna get really riled up <laughs> um the, like honestly all i'm saying i would not be surprised if the cia the, C- the cia fucking created aids Think about it. Area 51. The Pentagon. All of those. I feel like I'm definitely going to get Marilyn Monroe. Like, I'm so scared. Like, that I'm going to get come for by the US government. Ooh, ah! Touch what I don't. Um, touch what Michael D saves me. <laughs> Michael D. Hickley just saved my ass. Um, that, like, oh, Like, that does fucking scare me, man. Like, that seriously scares me. So everyone's pretty much everyone's heard about the the fluoridization of water and that like the water fluoridization is controlled addition of fluoride put into public water to reduce tooth decay although many dental health organizations support such fluoridization the practice is opposite to conspiracy theorists allegations may include claims that there is being way to dispose of industrial waste or that it exists to obscure a failure to provide dental care to the poor a further theory promoted by john birch society in 1960s described fluoridization as a communist plot to weaken american population i agree with that I do think that they do put fluoride in water to dumb down the population so they can do shit behind their back and have them not notice. Honest to God. Like, honest to God. Like, now, obviously fluoride is using toothpaste for tooth decay, but it's like they tell you on an airplane to keep your head between your legs and so they can keep your teeth fuck like if i'm in an airplane crash like <laughs> lord knows i'm not doing that <laughs> like break my teeth literally i will literally punch myself in the face to break my teeth before so they don't steal my teeth like, it's so scary like they say it to like protect your some form of dna so they can like identify you bitch no no <laughs> no they want to take your teeth and use them for fucking dentures or some shit like <sighs> it's so scary so scary so i was gonna talk a little bit about vaccination vaccination is so it's such a fucking touchy subject i personally va- i would vaccinate my kids like if i had kids i'd vaccinate them i think it's important to be vaccinated because it protects you against vi- it, viruses and shit like that shit like like that and it also protects against others but there's so many like links between um autism and stuff but i'm personally not autistic and i have vaccinations so i don't know what that tells you there like like that <laughs> that could be such a controversial thing to say like to be like oh like 
I'm I'm not I like I have vaccination, I'm not autistic, but like do you know, like I, I actually want I want to see sufficient tests so I feel like although yeah it is a theory because it isn't it hasn't been debunked or has gotten like you know hasn't gotten like proof 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 like it's like still a theory so I feel like I don't know I feel like it's more like a topic than a theory if that makes sense like it's more you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying there's there's way better theories um, so this is a theory that I was like, when I like first started getting into conspiracy theories, this is the one where I was like, whoa, this is the one about the De- Denver airport where it is the uh, epicenter, um, for the Illuminati. So let me just find this here. This fucking theory fucked me up when I heard it. Like, I was like, well. Like, fucking cue the aliens in Toy Story going, wow, like, claw. Like, that is literally me with this theory. So, Doomsday Bunkers, Illuminati, Quackles Fine, that's just the title. The article is too bit. So, Denver International Airport has some secrets. At least, that's what conspiracy theorists on the internet will tell you. Like what? Built as a replacement for Stapleton Airport near Denver in 1995, DIA has also had a share of uh, nefarious conspiracy theories about it. From the beginning, Coloradonian... <laughs> that doesn't sound real. Coloradoans. Coloradans. I'm saying Colorado people from Colorado have theorized about the airport's secret tunnels, clues to Nazi secret societies and horrifying harbin harbigens of doom hidden in public artwork around Denver Hub. First of all, I want you to look up the artwork. Look up the artwork and tell me that is not creepy as fuck. Tell me that is not the weirdest artwork you've ever fucking seen in your life. Why did a little light just flash in my room? That was kind of terrifying. It doesn't help that Denver's airport's officials are perfectly willing to fuel these wild ideas about Illuminati bunkers and links to aliens in its own ad- advertising campaigns. We have a CEO, Kim Day, who really embraces the conspiracy ideas. Heth Montgomery, senior public information officer of the DIA, told Denver Post, we decided a few years ago that rather than fight all of this, we try and convince everybody that nothing really is going on and let's have some fun with it. Huh? Huh? You told that to the press? Okay. Okay. Even though the airport is mostly making fun of its own eccentric and sometimes sinister history, there are a lot of people who make the rumors take the rumor seriously. Like me. So why are conspiracy theories about the airport so persistent? It actually doesn't have much to do with the airport itself. According to Psychology Today, many people believe conspiracy theories because of their own desire for meaning, certainly security. Okay, fuck you. Fuck you. You're saying I'm unstable because I like conspiracies. Yeah, I'm a little bit unstable. (laughs) 
what the fuck? Like, because their own desire of, for meaning. Like, I want stability in my life. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm, okay, I'm a happy gal. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm stable right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, I'm not, like, like the Denver people, I'm not fucking convinced you. <laughs> um, so, or maintain their own self-image. Oh, oh my god, bruh. Again, I've, I know this theory. I've read this theory, but I haven't read this article. So really, it's, it's a learning curve. Don't worry, I did do my research, so I'm not talking in my ass. Um, in the case of the airport, there have always been quite a few questions about its construction, including why the airport cost so much more and took t- more time to build in the first place. Instead of a simple, boring answer, some may find comfort in indulging in wild theories. Again, why are they like? Why are they literally like saying I need a security blanket? Why are they saying like I need comfort in my life? So I'm like indulging in this theory, like, bruh. So it was built by the New World Order. There are many theories about who built the Denver airport. One of the most persistent theories is that the airport was built by the New World Order with ties to Nazism. Oh, guy, like, like. Nazism is actually if you go to especially you go to middle America like if you go to there's still people like who would support Nazism there's also I don't know like there's a Vice documentary on a town I'm pretty sure it's Vice or it could be um the Telegraph there's a uh a, a town in Germany that's still that is a Nazi town like they still have like Heil Hitler shit everywhere which is terrifying. So there's still literally people out there that believe this shit. And again, as I said, there's a higher power somewhere. But it wouldn't fucking surprise me if they were into Nazi shit. Because apparently they want to fucking kill off all the African Americans with HIV. So, the theory even goes so far as to say the airport's runways are belted to resemble a swastika from above. However, looking at photographs of the con- configuration, the runways don't seem to resemble that shape in particular. Unless you're really looking for it. Right. So. Can't anything look like a swastika from an angle? Like if I had had loads of fucking bricks. And I did them in some way. Like I could maybe like shape shift them. And be like that's a swastika. So I feel like maybe that's just a little bit too far. To be like it looks like a swastika. It doesn't help that the airport's dedication marker credits an organisation called the New World Airport Commission for building it. You're literally revealing the theory yourself by saying that, aren't you? You're literally telling us that the New World Order literally, like, fucking built it, aren't you? You're literally telling us. You're tugging at our shirt being like, yeah. I did, mommy, look, mommy, look. It happened. Um... In reality, many mysterious building markings are actually references to the Nav- Navajo language or periodic table of elements including to mental floss. Still, it seems a little suspicious, right? Yeah, it also seems suspicious that like an- another people are seeing like, oh, this is just a reference to this. But like the fucking, the, the uh, airport themselves, if you were like, we're going to have fun with it and just try to convince people it's not real. So... Wouldn't you think that they're going to pay people, like, pay magazines and shit to debunk all of this? I think the fuck, yeah. 
Um, <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I haven't heard this one. Oh my god! <sighs> the giant blue horse sculpture is a nod to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> oh man, I love you. The blue Mustang. Oh, blue Mustang. She be darling the blue Mustang. Also known as Blucifer. Fucking Blucifer. You might as well call him Lucifer. Referring to the devil. Hmm? Hmm? Like, honestly, something about this is just like telling me. Like, the airport is literally fucking telling us. Like, he's lit. They're literally taunting us and be like, Mommy, look, look, look. We're, we're not, we're corrupt. Like, we're not okay. It's a 30 foot, uh, 32 foot fiber class sculpture built by artist Louis Jimenez. Jimenez. Gemini. Let's call him Gemini. Uh, located along Pena. 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 Yeah, Pena. Sure, Boulevard. It actually inspired by. Oh my god, bro. There's so many fucking words. By sculpture Mestino at the University of Oklahoma, but sinister events surrounding the sculpture have fueled conspiracy theories for years. For one, people point to the statue's glowing red eyes as the nod to the four postmen of the populace. Why did I get chilled? Uh, the the artists once said that the red color was in honor of wild spirit American West. Sure, a likely story. <laughs> it doesn't help that that. Gemini actually died two years before the piece was uh, completed and a piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. Since then, people have um, concocting all sorts of wild theories about the horse's purpose. As mundane as it is, it seems the horse was simply artwork and nothing more. Like, okay, I said it, like, there again, like, they're, the fact that they're, like, debunking them at, like, some sentences, I'm like surely surely like surely someone's paying them so this is the main one that it contains illuminati headquarters in addition to be built on some nazis new world order rumors around the about the many unmarked buildings and underground areas on the airport's property this theory may have stemmed from the time capsule buried under on, on the property which bears symbols of Freemasons, which are linked to Illuminati. Linked in air quotes. One of the main reasons why this conspiracy theory has so much staying power is because the airport was so much more expensive than originally projected, which ties into the fact that it's under, um, underground bunkers. So, how was the airport completed? Conspiracy theorists point to the Illuminati money, which... Oh my god, why is there... There's an ad underneath this like vegan travel tours mood. Um, believe was the DIA's construction in exchange for secret society using use of the property. According to the DIA website, rumors say the first few buildings on the property were not built properly, but instead of demolishing them, the airport simply buried them and built more buildings on top, giving the Illuminati its own underground layer. Man, I feel like this airport is literally just like a little child trying to cover up the fact he's sweets under his bed. Like, he's like, no, no, that's not, like, they're not sweets. They're just, uh, 
uh for art class yeah like what like like mm, like mm. that's like owning condoms and saying you don't have sex like now the underground layer rumors surrounding the apocalypse are probably some of the biggest conspiracies about the airport yes but the underground tunnels and the airport including a train run between concourses and defunct automated baggage system okay i'm actually getting chills like reading this again i haven't like looked at this conspiracy in like a good week like a week before fucking researching this like the thought of people being underground in that airport is so scary to me like in their little hoods and shit like oh i'm actually getting like chills see this is like i'm such a pussy when it comes to shit like this but i love it (laughs) uh but the true nature of the tunnels is believed to be something more nefarious um some have theorized that the tunnels also contain underground bunkers possibly built for lizard people or aliens that lizard people thing like oh my god have you seen just your lies oh but like again i was like with the lizard people thing something about that theory is like that could dead ass be so fucking deep faked or it could be so photoshopped like but i do believe in aliens uh that will severe as su- su- serve sorry oh my god serve as a safe place for the world elite during the apocalypse according to the dia website according to denver post other theories said the tunnels directly lead to north american aerospace um norad which is located about 100 miles south of the airport in colorado springs oh my god i just like remember my auntie lives in colorado (laughs) like maybe i should just maybe she's my guest maybe she should talk about this Uh, however it seems like um an expensive mode of travel not to mention the new d d i a has only been open for about 25 years and it would possibly take decades to construct a tunnel of that length but here's the thing do you not think that they've been constructing this for years they've definitely been constructing this for years because they did say like we built these this like thing and then it was wrong so we built over it do you not think that they've just been constructing this underground the whole time? Like, like really? Hmm. Seems a bit sus to me, man. So, that is so fucking scary. Like, man, like, I so, I so believe in that. Like, like, I would so fucking believe in that. Like, that they want to transport these aliens and shit without people knowing. Of course they would. So there's going to be underground tunnels somewhere. Like, there has to be. Like, they're not going to be just casually fucking on the motorway on the M25, like, skr skr, with fucking E.T. in the back. Like, no way. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Was it going to be a Paul situation where they have a caravan and, like, Paul's in the back, like, yee-haw. Like, yee-doggy. Like, no way. Like, man. This is the longest conspiracy. I'm sorry. I'll probably do a part two on like conspiracies if you would like more. Because like there's so much more. And I feel like I don't want to have like two hour long episodes either. Um, So as I mentioned the artwork. This is the very last thing I'm going to touch on. Because the artwork I did mention is fucking terrifying. So there are a lot of weird art pieces throughout the the airport. As part of the airport's public art collection. Besides the giant horse statue. 
Um, some of these eerie artworks include mur- murals by artist Leo Tan- Tanguma, which some believed alleged Nazi imagery in murals is proof the airport is somehow linked to fascist secret society. In reality, Tanhuma's murals are about world peace and a healthy environment. Again, it's like hiding your sweets under your bed. Like, look, like, just fucking look at the images. Tell me those, like, what, like, you're trying to, like, just have awareness for world peace while having these eerie-ass, like, things of people being killed and shit? No, like, no, sweetie, that's not right. Um, though we can admit the murals are pretty terrifying, despite the look of hopeful messages, others have fixated on random gargoyle statues that seem to watch over the airport. While the gargoyles might seem a little suspicious, gargoyles have used throughout centuries in architecture as a totem of ward off evil spirits and protect buildings. Many of the gargoyles are placed on at baggage claim to protect travellers with their luggage. But, like... Mm. Hmm. That's a creepy ass airport. I can't. Don't even want to fly to Colorado with me just so we can go to the airport. Like not do anything, but just go to the airport. Cause I feel like Dobby. Oh my god, girls trip. Girls trip. So you can see why that's like one of my favorite conspiracies. This is a long ass episode. I'm sorry, but there you have it. <laughs> Uh, I will be probably doing a part two because I have a lot more conspiracies. I didn't want to make this like two hours long. But hopefully you enjoyed. And I will see you on next week's podcast where it will be a little bit shorter. I just wanted to do a kind of a special for also the fact that I have been gone for two weeks. So you guys overdosed me. Please, everyone stay safe during this pandemic. It will all be over soon. And yee doggy. <laughs> we out. We outie. Do you remember when Fred used to be like, peace out, home dog? Okay, bye. <laughs>